This is CNN Breaking News. Hi, everyone. I'm Brooke Baldwin. Joining me now, Solomon Jones is uh, with us today, a newspaper columnist and radio host on Praise 107.9 FM in Philadelphia. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, our brother from our sister station, Praise 107.9, he comes up in here. And he drops knowledge. How you doing, Solomon Jones? I'm good, Q. How you doing, man? Are you? I don't know. Yes, Solomon. Are you? Are you? Are you, are you feeling blue or are you feeling a little red? Well, you know, if, when I look at the house, I feel blue. Okay. But when I look at the Senate, I feel red. So, I mean, it is what it is. But you know what? <laughs> it's time to stop looking at what happened last night. Because as I watched election results roll in last night and listened to breathless commentators trying to will their party to victory. It hit me that the only thing that matters is our vote. Not how many times Oprah campaigns with you, not how many times Obama shows up, not how many liberal journalists try to tell us how much they love Stacey Abrams. No, the only thing that matters is our vote. And if we didn't learn that in 2016, and we didn't learn that in this year's midterms, we still got a chance to turn things around because hindsight is 2020. And in that year, when it's time to vote in a new president, and they ask why you're voting, tell them you're voting for the people in the country's Trump called crap holes. Tell them you're voting for the brown people Trump said the army could shoot. Tell them you're voting for the health care Trump tried to wipe off the books. Tell them you're voting for the people his followers killed in a synagogue. Because hindsight is 2020. And when 2020 comes and it's time to vote for a new president, vote because just like those brown people are walking north from Central America, our black ancestors walked north from the plantations of Georgia. And just like those brown people are being told their quest for freedom is illegal, our people were told it was against the law for blacks to be free. And just like it was a lie in the 1800s, it's still a lie today. Because hindsight is 2020. So in that year, when it's time to vote for a new president, I need y'all to understand that it won't be easy. I need y'all to understand that it won't be instant. I need y'all to understand that change don't come in a microwave. But if we're willing to work for it, if we're willing to organize for it, if we're willing to vote for it, then just like we flipped the House of Representatives, we can flip the White House too. But to bring about that kind of change, you got to recognize that change is needed. And you can't do that without acknowledging that racism is real, poverty is too, so is mass incarceration and income equality, if we are ready to face those truths and deal with them together, then maybe, just maybe, we can change some things. Because right now, thanks to the divider-in-chief, we're split in almost everything. But if we remember the mistakes of the past and look toward the hope of the future and vote like our lives depend on it, we won't stop at just flipping one house. We'll kick Donald Trump out of our house because hindsight is 2020. Wow. Let's give it up for our brother from our sister station. Praise 107.9. Solomon Jones. Thank you, Solomon. No doubt. Hindsight is 2020. Who would you like to see on the Democratic side uh, run for president? It's going to be tough, man. But you know what? I kind of like the boy Beto O'Rourke out of uh, out of Texas. I don't think um, uh, Corey, uh, oh, God, the guy out of, out of New Jersey. Cory Booker? Cory Booker. I don't think Cory Booker can win. Cory so- Booker don't have a wife. Mm-hmm. You, you got to have a wife to be the president, right? Yeah. There's a lot of conservative people on the Democratic and the Republican side. That kind of stuff matters. It'll become a big deal. Gotcha. I don't think that um, Kamala Harris can win. 
Because if Hillary Clinton couldn't win, a black woman is going to have an even harder time. Sure I think is. one of them would be a great vice presidential candidate. Um, but if, if we're going to win, I think it has to be somebody a little bit more mainstream and somebody with more name recognition. And right now, he's the guy with the most name recognition on the left. And I think that he has a chance to win. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see like a Beto O'Rourke, Kamala Harris ticket. I'd love to see a Beto O'Rourke, maybe Cory Booker ticket. Um, but you- other than that, man, they need to stop trying to put old people up. They need somebody young. They need somebody new. That's how Obama won. He didn't have this long record for them to pick apart. Let me ask you this. What do you think about Joe Biden, Andrew Gillum? (sighs) You know what? Maybe. Maybe. I got some combinations for you, brother. Maybe. Biden, Gillum. Maybe. You know, but Gillum, his problem was he couldn't win in those rural Philadelphia counties. My father's from Florida from a little town called Bartow. And in them little towns, man, you know, the thing that makes those people feel important, they don't have money, they don't have property, they don't have a lot of things, but it's like, well, I'm white, and so I'm going to vote in the interest of whiteness. And and that's what happened there, although the people in the cities and the suburbs didn't feel that way because that's where Gillum did well among black and white voters. But in those little rural counties, man, that's where... That's where you have a problem with a black candidate. So if they start now, maybe. Yeah, and if it, if it's not Gillum, I think it, it should be you. I like I like a, I like a Biden Jones. I like a Biden Jones. I like that Biden Jones. Twenty twenty. Because hindsight is twenty twenty. Right. I know that's right. <laughs> Thank you, Solomon Jones. Listen, All right, man. I'll talk to y'all soon. We'll see you on Friday.